Podcast Johnson. Listen here, see? It's time for... Guns! Games! Cigarettes! <laughs> that's my pistol. <laughs> that's your, uh, like, your do-re-mi? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Guns, Dames, Cigarettes. Uh, I am Scott, joined as always by Bill. Hi, I'm Weird hello, Blonde Bill. Wig tonight. Oh, you are. Yeah. yeah. I could can, I can be sunglasses with wig. You could be, yes. Yeah. Hushed conversations uh, in the supermarket. That's right. So, uh, so film noir is what we talk about. Uh, if you have not tuned in, although I'm sure you have, who hasn't? Uh, Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> Down in the schoolyards. Yeah. Um, finally getting around to uh, like just a classic. Um, this is right. Always on, like the top five lists of uh, film noir classics, and this would be um, a Billy Wilder movie. Uh, from 1944, the Wild Man. Double, double Indemnity is what we're talking about today with uh, Fred McMurray, he of My Three Sons, uh, and Barbara Stanwyck. Was he also oh, in some Nutty Professor movies? I, uh, he was in Flubber, I think. Right? Flubber, okay. No, wasn't it? Oh, the Absent-Minded Professor. Oh, Maybe both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? <laughs> I mean, I think once you get into Disney, it's over. Some wacky, it. wacky Disney he doctor. Was in, he was in Son of Flubber. Okay. He was in The Absent-Minded Professor. He was and in he was All in of the, Me, boys. The Absent-Minded Flubber, the crossover. His final movie was The Swarm. Is that, the B, is that a B one? Yeah, it's a B one. He did the a one bunch where... of Disney, Disney movies. He did The Shaggy Dog. That was his bread and butter, would you say, huh? Yeah. Well, he did. So he did. He's in the apartment, which is a great movie. That's also Billy Wilder. I mean, he he had a long career. He started in the, in the late twenties, uh, and then was in a lot of really good movies through the forties. And then I don't know. I don't. I don't know how he ended up on TV, which is where I think a lot of people know him, right? Which is my three sons. Yeah, like it was in Kisses from My President. Don't forget. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was a, the first male first lady takes Washington by storm. Wow, all right. good for him. Good, good for him. It would have been funny so, if he uh, if he talked in the film noir style in all the Disney movies he was in, calling everyone yeah. baby. Exactly, what I was going to say calling calling call, some might be sons calling all the sons baby. <laughs> and then that's fine. Not weird. <laughs> oh man, so um. Yeah, so double indemnity, right? Which is a, it's a life insurance clause. Uh, it's a provision of life insurance where if you, uh, if your death is due to an accident, it's not murder, it's not suicide, it's not, it's an accident out of your mm -hmm. control, it's a double payoff. It's a double whammy, more like it. It is, it is a double whammy. Uh, it's very seldomly used. So uh, Wikipedia has a, a stat on it, which is out of date now. It's 2006. <laughs> but in 2006, 5.01% uh, of all deaths in the U.S. were declared accidental. 
Oh. So you think of the amount of people, though, that probably try to claim double indemnity, but cannot. So they pay Jeez. extra for this for this insurance, but they can't use it because it's so hard to prove, I think, accidental. Well, plenty of cameras around these days, I guess, to prove or disprove. Sure. So, so anyway, that's that's double indemnity. That's where the title of the movie comes from. Uh, is the the insurance clause? So, have you, have you ever seen this before? I had not. I assume you have, because you you see more than I have. But yeah. uh, yes, I'm I'm glad to have checked it off my list. Nice. Yeah, I saw it when I was very young, and then I watched it again maybe like five years ago. So you saw it when uh, you were like three, like three, yeah, <laughs> like three and thirty, thirty. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I watched it obviously for this, but we had a scheduling snafus uh, on recording, so I actually watched this <laughs> like three weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was gonna watch it last night. And I was like, I'll just read the Wikipedia synopsis. Yeah, yeah. I think I, mean, I think we can we can we can hack it. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. So let's run through the plot of yeah. this. Um, well, just I want mean, to mention the other two, uh, the, all the other big names in the movie too. A couple of important oh, ones. Yeah, Barbara Stanwyck, right, yeah. Barbara Stanwyck, but of course Edward G. Robinson. This is uh, his like third movie in the past like couple of months. He's he's been a regular. Yeah, rotation. He's, he's very good. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. There was a reason why he was popular, I guess. Right. Yeah, uh, I read that he at first was unhappy about taking third billing on this. That then he had dawned on him that you know he was in a transitional phase because he's getting older, but he was also getting the same amount of money for less screen time as the two stars of the movie. So I guess he was okay with hmm. that once he realized it. I would be, I would too. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't, why not? Wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's a good role. I mean, as well. Oh no, he was great. I liked his role. I mean, who else could he have played in this? He couldn't have played the Frederick Murray character. He could have played Phyllis. Can you picture him in that blonde wig? Picture him at the start of the movie, like in the blonde wig and in the towel at the top of the stairs. Mm. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hot. Hubba hubba. Um, the movie starts off with the, I thought an excellent credit sequence. Oh yeah, I like that the silhouette of a man on crutches. Yeah, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought I thought of you immediately, like oh Bill, he'll always like the credit. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a creditsman. Yep. I mean, I like the rest um, too. And then, uh, so it basically starts off with uh, with Fred McMurray, who's Walter Neff, um, and he's he's been shot. Yeah, he's driving uh, he, dangerously to his to his office building. I have to. Yep. It was interesting to see there was like a, some like night work going on on a street, and they they had like t- active torches on the road to see well, when. That was weird to me. That's like too hazardous. <laughs> I agree. So open open flames have like lanterns, maybe, but I don't know. It's just me. So this is so he kind of sneaks into the office, right? Yeah, I think uh, the doorman lets him in. Yeah, and, like working yes. working late, Mister Dev. Like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and he starts. He's talking. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, narration. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the movie, at certain points from Frederick Murray or Walter Neff, um, and he yeah. starts a uh, he starts his confession, and it was a dictaphone to a to his buddy who uh, played by uh, Edward G. Robinson, Barton Keys, who is like the 
he's like the adjuster. He goes in and he makes sure that everything's on the up and up. Yeah, he gets those, gets those feelings in his gut. That's right. So uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love it. So he goes to, he flashes back to uh, to Walter Neff, going to uh, visit, um, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, Did he have a name? He was his Mr. Dietrichson. He doesn't have a name, name. right? No, just Mr. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to go to Mr. Dietrichson and try to renew his auto auto policy, right? His, uh, his car insurance. Yes. Um, and he's not home though. And she lets him in and they kind of like make Google eyes at each other a little bit. Well, it starts off. She's, she is at the top of the steps in her towel. Like, yeah. Oh, go in there and I'll break down. And, right. and it's all of, he's, he's going Gaga over that ankle anklet ring. That's right. uh, then whatever the hell it was. I think there's yeah. a couple of Augas going on. His, <laughs> yeah. his, his hat popped off his head. He had to grab it back down. <laughs> a, lot of slide, a lot of slide whistles sound effects happening in the movie. Yeah, the yeah it turned into a wolf for a second, too. I know Billy Wilder with those crazy slide whistles and the <laughs> wolf howls. <laughs> you, you just pull them out randomly. It's my movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so he's not there though, and and but then Phyllis kind of asks about buying um, insurance on her husband. Accident yeah, insurance. she worries. She worries about him. She's a good wife, right? Yeah, sorry, but, I heard uh, a cat pawing at the litter box. I was distracted for a moment. That is it happens. <laughs> so, um, he, but she wants to get an accident insurance policy without him knowing about it. He's immediately like, no. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> like, like not interested in whatever this is. He knows what's going on, but uh, but they, I don't know. They they meet a little bit, and then um, they start to fall for each other. Yeah, yeah. I do Fair like enough. like the the first meeting when they have a little back and forth because like your your name that I'm looking at is snappy dialogue, which there was a ton of in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's this the back and forth. Uh, when he's going to leave and she I think she's invited him to come back over to talk to the husband about the car insurance. Like, why don't you drop by tomorrow evening, eight thirty, he'll be in then. Who? My husband. You were anxious to talk to him, weren't you? Yeah, but I was sort of getting over the idea, if you know what I mean. And then they do like a oh, it's like a role play of officer I and mean, like there's a speed limit in the state, Mr. Neff, forty five miles an hour. How fast is I going, officer? Let's say around ninety. It was like it was like weird. Because like, he right. was like put, he was put off by what she was trying to, uh, what he assumed was like a murder plot, <laughs> formulating in her head. But he's like, oh, I'm going to flirt right. with her anyways. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. But, he, but he, he knows what's up. He knows that murders in, in, in our, on her mind. And there's, a like, there's a great bit of dialogue, which is, uh, she's like, I don't want to kill him. I never did. Not even when he gets drunk and slaps my face. Yeah. He's like, only sometimes you wish I was, only sometimes you wish he was dead. Perhaps I do. And you yep. wish it was an accident and you had that policy. Is that it? <laughs> Maybe. Just, yeah, it's just great. It's, it's great dialogue. And my favorite line is, we're both rotten. And he goes, only you're a little more rotten. Yeah. Great, great is that, that, was that right before he shoots her? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Whoops. So, um, <laughs> so they basically trick... Um, they, they they took the husband uh, into signing uh, an auto insurance renewal, which is actually an accident insurance policy, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty bad. But it has a double indemnity clause, so if it's an accidental death, 
twice as much money. Yeah, the wheels are turning. At the same time, we have to mention that uh, while this is happening, uh, I was going to say George C. Scott, but that's not who it is. Edward G. Robinson, uh, his character, yeah. Gordon Cheese. He's... <laughs> George C. Scott. I want to see George C. Scott in this movie. <laughs> pro- I'm sure he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's trying to get uh, like he he has he puts up this like tough front and like no nonsense. But uh, sure. Neff can see he, he, as he narrates, he can see right through it. He knows like. Like the guy big say something, he's like, "Get out of here!" Like, and he's like, "Yeah, I love you too." And I think he's trying to get him like like a, like an office job. It pays less, but because he, he likes him, he's trying to get him to. But he also he always talks about how the how he finds out about these all these like fraudulent claims is he gets like this knot in his stomach. It's like guaranteed if he's like if he gets a funny feeling, he knows that something's up, which it, it's important. It it plays into the story later, so they they foreshadow with that. Which I liked. This, dude, this, I was going to say a couple lines of dialogue. The dialogue in this movie oh, yeah. is so good. Yeah, it's so good. So, so you get the uh, you get the narration from Walter Neff, and it was a hot afternoon, and I can still remember the smell of honeysuckle all along the street. How could I have known that murder could sometimes smell like honeysuckle? <laughs> such a fucking great line. Just a great yeah. line, man. Oh man. Crazy, crazy, crazy! Look, baby, you can't get away with it. You want to knock him off, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're swell. So long as I'm not your husband, <laughs> get out of here. You better get out of here, baby. I'll get out of here, but quick. Yeah. There should be. There should be a drinking game. You have to take a drink every time he says "baby." Baby, oh, it's a lot. Yeah. So I like. So uh, I like. Oh, oh, I one of the line when oh. when he first gets there, and yeah. um, she offers him. Uh, Say, I was just fixing some iced tea. Would you like a glass? Yeah, unless you got a bottle of beer that's not working. Just, that's the way he said it. And he's like super yeah. casual about it. Like, give me a beer. I mean, it's iced tea business. <laughs> so so they meet, though, a couple of times at a supermarket. Yes, this to, is uh, the super secret. Because it, it was yeah, like by phone once, like, we can't even do this. It was like, that, even like that was too dangerous. Which is smart. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, we do meet um, uh, Keys, Edward G. Robinson. Uh, right? We got to get a glimpse of their relationship. Like, yeah. so Walter Depp is a very good salesman, and they've known each other for a long time, and they're kind of buddies. Mm-hmm. Like, he's respected. Oh, yeah. Nep, ne- Keys respe- uh, re- uh, respects Nap. Yeah, like a mutual respect. He's, yeah, I think he's like a stand up fellow. So they plan, uh, and the plan is, it's just ridiculous plan, but the plan is that her husband's going to go to a college reunion. He's going to take a train. So they're going to kill him and then go on. He's going to go, well, Neff's going to pretend to be him and go on the train as the yeah, husband. But it's important to note that uh, he like broke his leg and they, yes. kinda, like, it messed up their plans and then they were able to work this out. Because that also kind of plays into it, the having a cast yeah. and the crutches and stuff. So he's wearing a cast, and then at some point he's gonna—they're gonna throw him. He's gonna fall off the train. <laughs> yeah. But they're really setting it up to dump the body. They're gonna kill him, and they're gonna put the body there on the track. Yep. But the, the, they have to be very careful about, like, like making sure that they're seen in a certain way. Like when they leave the house, that's fine. Right. She drives them over in the car. But he yeah. like he's able to like make a weird cast out of something. But he also he's talking about his like how he has his alibis all set up. 
Like yeah. He, like, puts, exactly. like, he puts, like, pieces of, like, something, like, in his, like, phone ringer, and it's, like, doorbell he, in case someone calls. It doesn't mean he goes to the, the garage where he lives. And he has the guy, the guy in the garage wash his car because yeah, he's going to he, be in all night. Yeah. And then, like, after the fact, he makes an appearance to cover his bases there. Yeah. You know, it was it was a very well-thought-out plan. Lots of execution. Yeah. So, so, so she's driving the husband to the train station, and he's hiding in the back seat. Yeah, I, I like that scene, how they played it. You don't see what happens, but you, you know what happens. Yeah. Well, he kills uh, him. Yeah. Um, and then he boards the train pretending to be him. Yeah, he's he's then, got the same color suit on, and he's keeping his head down. He's, uh, she's taking care of everything; like she's not letting letting him be seen by anyone, the conductors, uh, the baggage people. And he's like, "Don't help him up. He wants to do it by himself." Right. So, yeah, right. they play it really well. Like she's like she's a distraction while he gets in the train. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then once he's on the train, once the train's like kind of really going, he um, he goes to like the platform at the back of the train to smoke. Yeah, what's funny? Back there. Yeah, the, well, I forget the colors. Is he from Oregon? Uh, yeah, yep. an Oregon man. He keeps like bragging about that. <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah. think? I'm an Oregon man, of course. <laughs> Maybe you, I'm you, an Oregon. You kick this baby 15 yards. Of course I would. I'm from Oregon. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but he sends this guy to get his um his smokes. Right, he forgot them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So he he never off to do that. He never shows his face to him either. He's staying away. Uh, And then, and then he jumps off. Yeah, he hops out the train, and and it's at conveniently. The train's not going that fast. They say like fifteen miles an hour. Yeah. So he jumps off and. And she's waiting there and flashes her lights. And then they go and they drag the husband's body onto the tracks where he jumped off. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it, right? I mean, that's, a, that's oh. the murder. Then they, they... Uh, yeah, quick bit of tension. The, the car almost doesn't start, too. Like, oh, we're stuck here. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice little, right. little extra tidbit there. And yeah, but yeah. They, uh, they they get away. Now, after this, though, they uh, they continue to not really have any contact, right? To be like super they safe. Talk to, they only talk at the grocery store. This yeah. grocery store. That's it. This is what. This is when the the wig and sunglasses come out. I think at this point. Well, I know she's wearing like a blonde wig for the whole movie, which it was like yeah, it was really, yeah, yeah. Well, his, his, his idea, and then he like regretted it when it. But it was too late to change it. Like too much film had been shot, and he couldn't undo that. It's, I think that was great. Do you do you have an opinion of the hairstyle? Love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I, it totally, it totally fits her character. It does, yeah. But it's weird because, like, I looked at other other movies like that she's been in. I'm like, oh, she. I, I just assumed she had like this, you know, blonde hair that oh, yeah. was styled very specific. But nope, that's a wig. Yeah, I think it was it. someone called it like a George Washington wig. <laughs> in, in a critique well, of the movie, because she's like she's with someone that, you know, kind of has money and a life and stuff, and she wants way more, but she's. Just like a schemer. She's not like oh, a yeah. person that does anything. Yeah. Now, there's also yeah. the subplot, too, of uh, his daughter, because she's he, he remarried Phyllis. Got remarried to Phyllis. Yeah. The daughter in there, and they, they never saw eye to eye. And that's an yeah. important part, too, because after, right. Right. after they, he dies. She comes into play later, yeah. And she's yeah, with, she, uh, she wants to, with, she's with Nino. 
her boyfriend Nino. Oh, oh yes, the uh, the kind of like the street tough. Yeah, kind of like guy. Much old, much older than her. Much older in appearance, but he's probably the same age, probably because he smoked. Well, let's see. So he was born in 1917. And this oh, is 44. Get... So what? <laughs> <laughs> 1917 to 1944 as well. Oh, 27. All right. So he was, he was, oh, holy fuck. Oh, four years older than her. He was only 27 years old. And she was born in 1921. Only so a four-year difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. That is that is a kind of a side plot that's happening throughout this. Uh, but it this it almost messes things up, like cause she she lets she lets Neff know some information because they, they I think they allude to uh, the first wife dying and it was the nurse's fault. But Phyllis was a yeah. nurse. We don't find that out till a little later. You don't find it out till later, but it, yeah, it's yeah. sorry, but I'm kind right. of jumping around. But yeah, I'm, yeah, if, yeah. if someone's listening, they you hope that they've seen the movie. <laughs> of course. So, uh, so now we cut to the insurance company, and they go, it's a little bit of time has passed, and uh, Keys is talking to Neff about the Dietrichson uh, policy. They're about to pay it off. Yeah, right. Because the uh, Keys doesn't see a problem. Like, seems to be yeah, only up and up. Like, mm-hmm. like kind of ridiculous, but yeah, some accidents are ridiculous. It happens. Yep. He doesn't see any reason why it wouldn't be an accident. Especially because the assumption is that he got tangled up in his crutches. Yeah, yeah, and and fell off, and you, you could you could fall and break your neck. Is that sure. was that what that it was? Was it a broken neck? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so do you have to assume that he broke his neck in the car? Like he was able to do yeah. that? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it the, the, him, it's not his neck. Oh, okay. He's those powerful Fred McMurray hands of his. <laughs> That's right. And as he did it, he went. Sayonara, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he called him baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, the president of the insurance company is like, nope, it was a suicide. Therefore, we don't have to pay. Yeah, but Keyes is like, no, you're wrong. He's like, the, the train's not going fast. I'm like, none of this makes any sense. But he starts to think more. Like, like maybe there is more to this. Keyes is kind about. of all set. Yeah, Keyes is yeah. all set. He had no problem. But once Norton kind of threw up the Norton, once Norton <laughs> threw up the, the suicide idea, Keys is like, that's not it. But now that you kind of mention it, you know, like you start yeah. to think now. Well, Keys, he's also saying that, like, though the, you know, the police did their part, they saw the suicide, you know, nope, that's it. And... So Keys comes up with a theory that's real basic, but, that but very specific, wife, accurate. Well, the, we had right that the wife. And an accomplice murdered him for the insurance money, but he, he has nothing. He has no info on how they would have done this. Yeah, just his, his gut feeling. Right. And now I think now is when um, this is when Lola comes more into play. Yeah. She, and, and, right. Because Lola talks to Neff at this point because Neff drives her, drives her somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's strange. She like basically starts like to date her to keep her mind yeah. off of that. Right, it's a weird, but, it, but weird solution. This is this is when she tells him about Phyllis being her father's uh, mother's nurse. Yeah, and she's right. She can't prove it, but she's all can almost prove the fact that she caused her death. They left her like sick in a room right. with like the windows open in the winter, and that did her in. 
And then he's also dating her though, because he's afraid that Phyllis would kill her. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, and again, Dietrichson left everything to Lola <laughs> as well. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oof, 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 oof. But there's a there's a lot of great dialogue. I mean, this movie's super dialogue heavy. The plot itself is great, but it's not overly complicated, really. There's just a lot of dialogue. A lot of yeah. great dialogue. I mean, it's this movie's worth watching to listen to. I just uh, I just found uh, a quote from uh, the last name was Jackson. That was the the guy who was in the back of the train who goes to get the cigarettes because he gets brought in yeah. by Keys eventually. He's like tracked down amazingly and brought in. Yep. And at the he's line, super happy to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah, because oh, he's getting everything paid for him. Yeah. But the line was oh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Keys. Oh, it's a, a Medford. I'm a Medford man. Medford, Oregon. If I say it, I mean it. If I mean it, of course, I'll swear to it. He's like so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into that being a Medford man. So he's there and he sees he sees Neff and he's like, Don't I know you for someone? Yeah, he's seem familiar. Yeah. But it's like, weren't you in Flubber years from now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, sure. But like on the way you out too, they have a bunch of sons. <laughs> did they insinuate that this guy wants to stay in town? Like, because they're like, Oh, we'll get back in a train tonight. He's like, Oh, I was hoping to stay in town and like see he mentions like a he name. Is it a prostitute? Yeah, clever brothel. I can't figure out yeah. one of those two. And Keys yeah. is like, yeah, we're not going to pay for that, though. Right. Whatever it is. He yeah. wants to open an, ex an expense account, though. Like, he wants to get everything expended out. Yep. Like, I'll help you, but I want to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Medford, Oregon, good time. <laughs> yeah, Medford man. <laughs> that, would that be a popular t shirt to sell? A Medford man? <laughs> Medford man. Maybe. <laughs> So, so this guy though says that no, this he shows some photos of Dietrichson. He's like, no, that wasn't him. Like the guy on the train was younger. Yeah, definitely. Well, this not guy him. in the picture is an asshole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> definitely not him. Um, which is right now you have keys going like hot damn, you know? <laughs> we got something. Oh, he's in his element. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he. Uh, Neff at this point talks to Phyllis and is like, like, go right ahead. Like, we're never gonna pay you. Like, yeah. you're not gonna get a dime. Like, I'm gonna approve this. If you go we go to court right now and you push it, like you'll get nothing. What if there's a, you know, like a cut something. a cut scene? It was like Keys is at home, like reading the paper, and he has like get up, he rushes to the bathroom, and throws up, and he looks at the camera, he's like, It was fraud. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so right, so Neff talks to her, talks to Phyllis, and is like, You can't, they can't calm down, you can't go rushing around trying to push it. Like, Keys is on to it, like, you just gotta let everything cool down, yeah, baby. And he's gonna try to talk to, to Norton, Norton, about paying <laughs> it off, right? Yeah. So now you got, oh, this is ridiculous, but now you got Lola's upset. She's convinced that Nino's fooling around with Phyllis. Oh, yes. Yeah, he because yeah. he, he, he pays some visits. Yeah. And, um, and that, he's like, what, talk to her. Like, I know all about him. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Without knowing, without knowing anything, he knows all about him. <laughs> um, 
but he, you know, he's not stupid. He thinks that she's going to be paying him to take care of him and not the mom. Yeah. Because she's crazy. Like, he thinks she's ruthless. Um, but instead, right, he's going to kill her and friend Nina. That's his plan. Yeah. Poor like, Nina. Like, no way, baby. No way, baby. No way am I taking the fall. <laughs> um, but I love that she 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 she, uh, she shoots him right, right in the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, which is why he you takes that. He takes that pretty well. He does. Well, yeah. Almost shrugs yeah. it off. Yeah, I'd be down. But she I'd can't. be like, yeah. She can't kill him. And she so, can't bring herself to it. So here, here here's the lines from this scene if you want them. Sure. So she shoots him, and he's well. It, uh, yeah, she shoots him at this point. He says, "You can do better than that, can't you, baby? You better try it again. Maybe if I came a little closer. How's this? Like you could do it now." And then she lowers her gun, and he takes it. Why didn't you shoot again, baby? Don't tell me it's because you've been in love with me all this time. And she's like, "No, I never loved you, Walter. <laughs> Not you, nor anyone else. I'm rotten to the heart." I used you just as you said. That's all you ever meant to me until a minute ago when I couldn't fire that second shot. And then he goes, sorry, baby, I'm not buying. <laughs> she goes, I'm not asking you to buy. Just hold me close. And she hugs him. And he says, goodbye, baby. And shoots him. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's just yeah. such a fucking great dialogue. So he kills her at this point, which is just... Kind of like a bad plan all around though. Too many bodies dropping at this point. <laughs> um and he goes outside and he sees Nino and he's like, uh-uh, you don't want to go in there, buddy. They call Lola. Lola. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lola, Here's a dime, Lola. color up. Right. And he thought that Lola didn't want to see him because Phyllis had convinced him of that. Yeah, that's so he, she's, she's a no, mean soft. person. She's rotten to the core. She is. Um, so he goes running off, and this is where Neff goes to the office now, and he starts recording the dictaphone. And now we go back to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's caught up. And he's just standing there listening to him. There was right. a, I just had a line. Yeah, he, uh, I think he's trying, he's almost done, and he realizes that he's, who knows how long he's been there for, because it's weird, the janitor's like, sees blood, and he calls keys instead of the police. Or, you know, an ambulance. I think that I think that would have, might actually have been a thing though. Like they wouldn't want scandal. Oh, but I call like you know, but what new? What why wouldn't he call like the president of the company? Yeah, I don't know. Keys, I think, was just that guy. He's like the yeah, you know. But yeah, I said the line that was like, "Hello, Keys, you're up pretty early, aren't you?" I always wondered what time you got down to the office, or did that little man of yours pull? Pull you out of bed. He's like the janitor did. Seems to leak a little blood in the way up here. <laughs> so I love that. Uh, he's heard the confession, and he's like, "Like, just give me a little bit of time." He's gonna. Neff's gonna run to Mexico. Like, all he needs is, is a little bit of time. Like four or five and, hours or something, right? Yeah. So he goes to leave, but he collapses. He can't make it because he's dying. And, uh, He's lights a cigarette for him, which is nice. Oh, that was the thing. Too, that was a running he... thing throughout the thing. Yeah, with his thumb. Cigars, but did never, never carried matches because he was afraid of them going up in his pocket. Yeah, so he's was always that... bumming a light. 
was that foreshadowing uh, any devices with that certain the lithium battery, like e-cigarettes <laughs> blown up in your pocket? That's right. <laughs> Take the future. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, the police and the ambulance are coming. This is when you get the uh, you get a great line too. It's kind of the ending. Right? No way you couldn't figure this one out, Keith. I'll tell you, because the guy you were looking for was too close, right across the desk from you. He goes closer than that, Walter. He goes, "I love you too." <laughs> that is a good ending. Yeah. So mm. no one got away with shit. No, everyone's dead. No money. Yep, no got the insurance money. Dead. Record continues because he knew it was fraudulent. Kind of figured it out. Was figuring it out. And uh, yeah, unhappy ending for everyone except for maybe Lola and Nino. We don't know what happened to them. Yeah, and Neville G. Robinson gets to continue his life. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be sad, but nothing. Yeah. You know, nothing bad happens to him because of it. Right. No, that's very true. They're not gonna hang you, baby. One I didn't get was uh, Phil's like Neff is the name, is it? He's like, yeah, two Fs, like in Philadelphia. If you know my story, what story? The Philadelphia story. Philadelphia story, yeah. That's a movie. Philadelphia story. Yeah, but two Fs, like Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird one. The forties. If I was, in the, if I was then, born in the forties, I'd know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> there's a there's a couple other great lines inside when Neff's giving his little speech throughout. He goes, "I killed him. I killed him for money and a woman, and I didn't get the money, and I didn't get the woman." Yeah. <laughs> Lord and, 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 and keys. This Dieterson business. It's murder and murders don't come any neater. It's fancy a piece of homicide as anyone ever ran into. Smart, tricky, almost perfect. But I think Papa has it all figured out. Papa. <laughs> he calls himself Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love that one. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and then murder's never perfect. Always comes apart sooner or later. When two people are involved, usually sooner. Yeah. Oh, I got the I got the Jackson line with the assumed uh, prostitute. It's a uh, Jackson's like tonight, tomorrow morning. What suit me better? Smiles. Uh, there's a very good uh, osteopath in town. I'd like to see before I leave. And Barton Key's osteopath. Well, just don't put it on the expense account. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. Do you do you know what what an osteopath is by definition, or should I look that up? I want to find out. An, an osteopath is it's a um uh i mean it's it's it's, it's medicine it's a dog it's, it's like a oh, medical alternative profession. medicine oh it's yeah, yeah it's like alternative physical manipulation of the body's muscles tissues and uh muscle tissue and bones so like, oh, like probably like a massage of some sort quote unquote yeah right people massage an hj <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh my so um yeah i mean we can never do i could do this movie justice in the now i mean there's it's beautifully shot great and the acting in it's great the lines are peppy i mean it's 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 wilder raymond chandler oh it's top notch as they would have said back then that's right, baby. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just great dialogue, and uh, yeah, not the most complicated plot line, but the whole double indemnity plot is pretty great. 
that's why they have to do this stupid plan. Yeah, and you don't have any like you don't have any like downtime either. I don't think. I think that's because the dialogue no. how it was written. Yeah, Craig tried a lot, and there's there's a lot of really just good shots. A lot of the car shots were really good. I thought. Um, so this is this is what this is. Um, it's based on a on a real story, kind of. Oh, based on. Well, I think it was uh, the novel was based on a real story, and then the movie was based off the novel off the real story. R- that's right. Yeah, but yes. it was about a murder with a double indemnity clause. Oh, did it? Was everyone called babies? Who or it was a twenty? So probably I, not. But I don't know. Have you ever seen this photo? So it's a famous photo um, of an execution, uh, an electric chair execution at Sing Sing. The I reporters. Photo, should I look it up? Uh, look it up. I don't have it handy, but I've How seen. I... I've definitely seen it. Search for um, uh, Snyder, like like I guess Snyder's puzzles. Yep. Uh, Snyder Snyder execution photo. Let's see what we got. It's the first photograph of an execution by electric chair, and it was taken. It's a, it's a she, it's a female, Ruth Snyder. Oh, I see that. Yeah, it was oh taken goodness. by a hidden camera. A reporter brought it in. Oh, camera. so when he was supposed to? No, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely Oops. not. Uh, he had a hidden camera attached to his right ankle. Was it a GoPro? It was, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, but that she was the um, the the woman from the original case. That so was it was the original case too that she and an insurance man plotted to kill her husband to get a, a double. No, it wasn't an insurance man. It was a boyfriend though to kill her husband after they took out a big insurance policy with the double indemnity clause. Oh, 1928. Yeah. The only reason I know about Sing Sing Prison, I think, is because it was mentioned in Three Stooges film sometimes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, what that I, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I did I tell you? Just I, off mean, it? Yeah. I was gonna say that I don't forget. I told you my son got into Three Stooges. Did I mention that already to you? You, you did, which is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud. So this is only uh, uh, Billy Wilder's third movie that he directed. Oh, it's crazy. It's his fourth directorial movie, but one he was like a co director and it was French. Uh, oh, this, is his third, this is his third English movie. Well, Billy Wilder was uh, Austrian. Um, I see that. Yeah. So he did, of course, Santa Boulevard, which I've already done. Oh, that's right. What else did he do? I don't like it hot. I don't done anything else. He did something like it hot. Yeah. Uh, Seven Year Itch, Witness for the Prosecution, which is a great movie. Um, he did the front page, which is a great movie. It's uh, Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Wow, it's really good. Wait, were they yeah, a couple? Uh, yeah, yeah. but, but not this movie. movie. Not in this movie. No. <laughs> uh, Starlight Seventeen, which is a good war movie. Um, a four, a four, yeah, Foreign Affair, which is uh, Marley and oh. Dietrich. It's a great. Movie. Ace, Ace in the yeah. Hole. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Ace in the Hole, which is one that's been on my list to get to on this show for quite a while. I just have not done it yet. You're gonna have to wait. I have it? Yeah, I have it. That's um, that's Kirk Kirk Douglas. That's right. Back when he was only yeah. 67 years old. <laughs> that's right. 
So, um, so anyways, I mean, I, well, let's, let's rate this, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it uh, a big uh, uh, eight backseat murders, baby. Eight backseat back murders. That's not bad. I thought it was very enjoyable. Ah. I think the, the, the dialogue really, I mean, it, it looked great, never enacted great, but the dialogue was I thought, really fun too. It just made it a lot more interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's like playful, but serious. Oh, yeah. It just worked, yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would also give this an eight. Uh, I'll give this eight hot headed Dinos. Because that's what they call them, hot headed. He is, though. <laughs> he is hot headed, yeah. That vibe from him. But yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't imagine a lot of people haven't seen this. If you're really into film noir, it's just on list. I'm surprised you hadn't, but it's just like me not ever seeing Die Hard. It happens. Things happen. We all have gaps in our, in our films. That's but right. if you have not seen this movie, just go watch it. It's worth it. Even if you know the ending, it's still worth it. You know no one's happy. Movie. That's the end. No one's happy. Yeah. It's <laughs> a film noir about murder. They're not going to end up winning. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's I have all my, about the world. I have my choice for next time. Oh, what do you got? Uh, another better known one, but I want to watch it again because I liked it a lot. Is that The Big Heat? Great movie, yeah. Yeah. Was this about the first time in a while that we, is, you've seen it before? I've seen it, yep. Yeah, it's probably the first, first in a while that we've covered a movie that we've both seen. So, But yeah, yeah, I've been itching to watch that one again. So that's the one. And of course, now the um, the remake of... Oh, what Nightmare um, Alley? Um, uh, Nightmare Alley is out. Yeah, did not very long ago. But do, wait, did it, is it actually it. out as of this record? I haven't it's seen out. it either. It's, it, oh, okay. Or I, 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 I'm almost positive it, it's out. Nightmare Alley came out. When did it come out? December seventeenth. Oh, okay. So and this is the twentieth of this recording. So yeah. Now I need to see it because it looks great, but also. Is there a geek? And that's what I need to know. Because in the original <laughs> movie, you know, the geek at the beginning is just more for like shock effect, but it comes clearly into play at the very end. Mm. So what would they substitute they, the geek for? I don't know. I mean, it's Guillermo del Toro, so it could be, who knows? It could be, right, it could be a lot of things. So like, I'm, I mean, I'm very curious. I'm wondering if there's going to be some like abruptly, like v extremely violent scene that's going to catch me off guard and be like, oh my God, what did I see? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, what a cast! But Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette's great. Willem Dafoe, Richard Jenkins is great. Rudy Mara is great. Ron Perlman. Like a lot the of Perlman. Good folks, and it's the who's Perlman. it? Bradley Cooper is he the mustache? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yep. And Ron Ron Perlman is Bruno, the one that kind of forces them to get married. Oh, like the shotgun wedding, more or less. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I could take a team in and, that role. Rooney Mara plays the girl with the electricity. Yes, I remember seeing that in the yeah. uh, the trailer. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm, I'm interested. It's supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, who apparently left at some point. Oh, he was supposed to be the star, the lead. Yeah. Oh, he was supposed to be the girl in the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it looks, it looks great. Very, uh, very curious. Oh. I'm going to give it a shot, too, yeah. Cool. All right, then. Well, all right. So, so the next movie is The Big Heat. Uh, back at you after the new, after year. the new Year. Happy New Year. 
Happy holidays, everybody. We got two holidays right around this time. So happy holidays. Well, three or three or four if you count other things too. Don't forget Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. (laughs) Yeah, but thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you another time. Goodbye. Guns. Games. Cigarettes.